Hello friends, welcome to The Shed on Friday. I'm Chevy, thanks for being here. Thanks for coming back every day and hanging out with me and uh, chatting with me in the comments. I've had so much fun this week on this show. Not only talking with you, not only sitting in front of the camera, but the editing that I had to do on Wednesday it was uh, for Wednesday's episode was awesome. I loved talking to David. Um, I love sharing stuff like that that I find people and like the Making It podcast I talked about yesterday. I, I want to share more of that type of stuff if you guys will have it. And I know that there's a large portion of you that watch this show every day because you found me through board gaming um, or you're a close friend and you just want to hear whatever it is. Um, specifically, Making It podcast, the podcast I talked about yesterday, you should listen to today's episode if, if you do anything. Like literally anything because their podcast is called making it and because it's three guys who are crafty woodworking metal worker or whatever that's not necessarily what they they talk about on that show motivation and overcoming obstacles that stuff applies to life like it really they're just three really insightful guys who share a perspective that applies to just about any creative craft so Anyway, go check them out. Um, no content to share with you this week, but I do have a question from a from a viewer, from a friend, Brad Richards, who we've shown uh, his his stuff on the show before. Sent me a pretty cool question. He wants to know, and I'll just I'm just gonna read it. Is that is that okay? Do you do you mind? I hope not. Hello Chevy, I'm a fellow motorcycling enthusiast and I'm curious to know what type of motorcycle you own. I believe, believe you have a cruiser, but I'm not sure. I'm looking to buy a used Kawasaki Vulcan 1500. I have been out of motorcycle scene for some time and I would like to begin riding again. Uh, this might be a good video topic about how you chose your motorcycle and why, just a thought. Uh, I owned a black 1977 Honda 750K years ago and wish I'd never sold it. I wish I'd never sold every bike I've ever owned. My current bike is a cruiser style bike. Uh, pictures will appear in this general area. Uh, it is a 2003 Suzuki Volusia. This is a 800cc bike, so it's a small bike. Um, in an engine displacement, but it's actually a very large bike, um, larger than my Harley that I had for a while. This is my, I don't know, sixth bike or something like that. I've owned, I've, I've been riding motorcycles or powered two-wheeled vehicles since I was tiny. I had a, um, we called it a moped, but it was more of a motorcycle that my dad built. When I was growing up, um, I rode it all over the... There's a stink bug. I rode it all over the uh, yard and the neighborhood, and it was essentially a frame with a couple of go-kart tires and a, and a lawnmower engine with a chain drive. And it had a throttle grip and everything, brakes... I rode that thing all over the place when I was a kid. And so I've, 
and my dad was a car guy. If it's not obvious, my name is Chevy. My dad was a car guy, and I never really was. Like, I like cars, I appreciate them, but I've never been like, I gotta buy this and rebuild it. No, I've always been a motorcycle guy, and maybe that, that scooter that he had made is the reason why. I'm not sure. But I've always been fascinated with motorcycles, um, and I've always loved riding them. So, when I was first on my own in the Marines, the very first vehicle I owned was a Yamaha Raz moped, a 50cc moped. That um, <laughs> it's, it's about this big, and here I was just like six foot four dude riding it around. But I was in Hawaii, so it was fine. Like that's normal in Hawaii to see. Like you see Hawaiians ride these things around, so it wasn't that big of a deal. I've owned, this is my third Suzuki. Uh, I had a early 80s 250 RX or something like that. Um, no, SX250R, I think it was called. Uh, loved that bike. It was a full-size frame bike with a 250cc engine on it. Loved riding that thing around. I had a 450 GSXR, GSXR, that's what it's called. I had a 450 GSX, like an 85 or 86 model, um, and then now this Suzuki. I've had a Honda, uh, an old dream. I had a two Harleys. I had a late 80s, like an 87, I think it was, uh, Sportster. And I had a 72... Electroglide, FLH. It was a full dresser, big bike. So this is the only bike I've owned that's been produced uh, in the last two, three decades. So that's cool. <laughs> and I like it that way. I like older motorcycles simply because as a mechanic, I want to be able to fix my stuff. And modern motorcycles have emissions controls, have, uh, in, you know, uh, fuel injectors and control computers and all that stuff and if something happens I can't fix it on the side of the road that's like you know call a truck well I'm I'm a fix-it kind of person so I like my carbureted bikes I just who I am and that's how it is and so this bike I got it because I had my Harley this is like this this is the the story right like this is everybody's story had my Harley, got married, sold bike. It just worked out that way. It wasn't because Jamie said I had to sell it. Jamie is absolutely terrified of motorcycles and will never ride, but she doesn't mind that I do. She appreciates the fact that I love it so much, but she's not interested. Um, and we had the Harley, but we bought a house, and then jobs changed, and financial situations changed, and suddenly it was keep the bike or, you know, or... Uh, and lose our house. So I had to decide, do I want to pay bills and eat or do I want to ride my bike? So, got rid of the Harley. Then I went five years without a motorcycle in my life. That's the longest I've gone since I was in the military. And this bike, I got, I just fell in love with it. I never really liked my Harley. Like, I wasn't a Harley guy. I'm still not. I'm I, they're not fun to ride to, for me. I don't enjoy riding them. This motorcycle was a friend's, and I absolutely loved it. And I told him if he ever wanted to get rid of it, 
he needed to ask me. And it just so happened I started my new job and I had a 95 Jeep Wrangler that was like lifted big tires and my job required travel and it just wasn't practical on a on a lifted <laughs> soft top Jeep to travel all over the state and you know at 15 miles of the gallon or whatever. And at that point in time he decided that he didn't want the bike anymore and he offered to sell it to me and I said listen you sell my Jeep for whatever you get out of it I don't care and then we can trade you just keep the money and give me the bike so he did and um, I've had it ever since so this is I was probably 2010 I've had it for yeah, it's probably 2011 I've had it for five years now I've probably I put about 10 to 20,000 miles a year on it I ride a lot um, for work mostly almost exclusively I'm not really like a casual rider I ride so much for work but I don't really have that weekend desire uh, most guys who just ride on the weekends they don't get to ride every day at work for a hundred miles or whatever so they want to get on their bikes and go I still love riding I will ride anytime somebody calls me and says do you want to go for a ride yeah absolutely but um, I just I absolutely love it the bike that you're looking at the Vulcan is a absolutely great bike I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't pass it up if it's in good shape and it's not like an R title which is uh, recreated or re whatever it was wrecked <laughs> um they're great bikes that bike uh, being an 800 it was geared really awkwardly it was geared super 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 low like a dirt bike you would take off in it and it would like as soon as you gave it gas you wanted to shift gears it was just so low geared and then when you're on the interstate it just would like rattle because it just whined so loud and i found some guys online on a forum and people were taking rear ends off of the 1500 that Suzuki had at that time and adapting them to fit this bike so I've done that modification and it it's now the perfect bike for me it's the perfect size it's perfect mileage I get out of it the I don't need to go faster than 85 or 90 that it can do um, in fact I don't know I've never even tried to see how fast it'll go um, it doesn't rattle my brains. It's shaft drive, liquid cooled. I don't get overheated on it. It's absolutely perfect. And I will keep it until I just can't maintain it anymore and I have to get something different. But um, yeah, if you have the opportunity to pick up the, the Kawasaki, I would say go for it. I've ridden with a lot of Kawasaki guys and they absolutely love their bikes. So I would see no reason to pass it up. Hope that helps. If you want to know anything else about motorcycling, tires oil changes filters brakes uh, maintenance let me know anybody it's open to everybody just let me know if you ride send us pictures put them in my mailbox and um i'll show them here on the shed and we can talk about our bikes because i love bikes if you weren't aware uh that's it for today don't forget fridays or friend fridays you submit your contents to my email whether it's pictures or artwork or videos or whatever it is or you can send me letters or send me something to put on the wall and if you send me something physically i send you a postcard back and um we put all that onto the friday episodes like this and then we have fun for the weekend so thank you guys for being here as always if you like what i'm doing here give me a thumbs up that is huge don't forget to hit the subscribe button and leave me some comments. Tell me about motorcycles or whatever the heck else you want to talk about down there. I'm open to discuss just about anything. I'll see you Monday. Hey, Doc, wait. I want to ask you something.
Today's random fact comes from fcla.edu. What was the first permanent Spanish settlement in what is now the United States? Pedro Menendez de Avila hastened across the Atlantic, his sights set on removing the French and creating a Spanish settlement. Menendez arrived in 1565 at a place he called San Augustine, St. Augustine, and established the first permanent U European settlement in an owl. And God, dog, I can't. Let's, let's try this again. And established the first permanent European settlement in what is now the United States. So, St. Augustine. I assume that's in Florida since this is a Florida website. <laughs>